Jay Nay here from Your Way Weight Loss. And today we're doing part two of our lessons learned. Hello, Alicia. Well, hello. <laughs> you saying hello to them was reminding me of when you were chasing down people in parking lots. Hello, bonjour. That was so fun. Um, I was looking at that footage uh, this morning. I was okay. going through it to just like a bring up some funny things. When the guy says his wife was boring, we laughed. Um, also, the guy that was talking on the phone while we were talking with him on a speakerphone, I'm like, oh, you can ask her. And you're just there, serious. Also, you know what else I noticed? I don't talk a lot when we drive. You talk at me, and then I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> I like noticed that. I'm like, it's so interesting that I'm not talking. It's like I'm so in it. I'm like, bad mon Dieu, Jose, relax on the, on the wheel. 10 and two. <laughs> nah, but I'm not, I'm so serious. And like, you were talking to me and I'm like, mm-hmm, ah, uh, mm, yeah, mm. So odd that watching me listen to you and, and not talking, you know what I mean? And then it was like quiet and then you would say something else. And then I'd be like, yeah, I know. I'm like, Jose, get in the conversation. What's happening with you? It was weird. It's, it's funny. I love watching those. Did you watch ours when we were with you? Because that was funny. When you were on your camera in Riverview. Yes. I mean, and I took clips from that. Like the time when you said the flash lights instead of flash floods. Oh my gosh. It was just so funny. Oh my goodness. I think that's going to make it to, um, we're going to put some uh, bloopers. bloopers? Yes, we're going to do some bloopers at the end because there are some funny moments that like don't really add on to the conversation in the documentary, yeah. but they're hilarious. So we definitely need them to be a part of it somehow, whether it's in the documentary as a blooper. Um, man, we had it like it was fun. Like it was fun filming that. Like it was a, a crazy month, busy, but we learned so much. Like we can say we did that. Oh, it was, I, was I, about that. I enjoyed the process of creating the documentary so much. I agree. I enjoyed, I well. uh, you know, it was, it was, um, we were comfortably uncomfortable. Like it pushed us out of our comfort zone, but not like to a crazy extent, you know, and I just really enjoyed tackling a brand new thing. We've never created a documentary before. Um, mm -hmm. it was fun. It was. Yeah. And just also like for the rest of our lives, we can say that we did that. We ate Tim Hortons for a full month. Not everyone can say every meal and we survived it. And just like the data that came out of it. Anyways, um, I can't wait for the people to, um, I forgot to tell you, but I went through the data of the hundred people that we surveyed and I got some percentages and like what people were saying and why and men versus female. And so it's going to be good. Um, okay. 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 Okay, then what did we talk about for part one of this? So lessons learned from the documentary. So lessons learned. And obviously, guys, we're going to focus a lot more on these in the actual documentary. So the link to buy the tickets is for sure in this podcast and show notes somewhere in the world, however that magically happens. Um, the premiere is going to be epic, hosted by Jordan Syed. So make sure that you guys get your tickets for that. It's, it's going to be a night. And Jordan Seitz podcast with us comes out next Monday, you guys. So on oh. Monday, enjoy a really fun talk with Jordan Seitz. Um, If you don't know who Jordan Seitz is, welcome to, you're welcome and welcome to Jordan Seitz and he will change your life as well. Um, okay. So we talked about um, no such thing as good versus bad food for fat loss. Yeah. We talked about um, the importance of making sure everything is on the menu, literally, because when you have certain things that are not on the menu, how you start to fear those foods or feel restricted or deprived or, you know, the chances of overeating those foods 
after our for sure increase and just that conversation. Yes, agreed. Um, and we were just talking before we started in press play is we were shocked by how much weight we lost during this documentary. We felt like I was like, ah, I'm estimating one to two pounds of weight loss. You know, we're still and and it was like, why? Well, we're still not gonna spend the whole month hungry. That was really important to us. Yeah. We felt like we would create a deficit just because we're on a menu and we're restricted in like how often we can eat and how like like accessibility to food wasn't easy so maybe that and also weekends like every day is the same so i i just felt like i am probably going to create a deficit but like a small one maybe like if you if we go back to our conversations before we started remember how i said like maybe one to two pounds because and this is what i said to her i said because we are eating like a lot of carbs a lot of sugar a lot of sodium so maybe our weight will not show a lot of fat loss because of sodium or whatever. Like we were just like, not sure. So we're both extremely shocked at how much weight we have lost eating 1,757 donuts. No, but you know what I mean? Like it's, we're, we're pretty shocked by how much we ate all the carbs and sugar and still lost a significant amount of weight that you would lose on a very strict diet in a month. So true, actually. So true. And, and so it's just showing you that like, that's not the magic food is it's, it's the deficit. It's also for me was the consistency of the deficit. So like not literally a, a Saturday's like a Monday, how many of us can say that our Saturdays are like Mondays? Not many, not that I'm saying it should be, but that consistency for 28 days for me, zero alcohol, that was a significant amount of calories coming in. No, no extra random bites of the kids food. Those three things right there for me, I was like, that's going to make such a difference. And honestly, probably most people listening, those three things are where a lot of your extra calories are coming in. Especially the weekends. I, I mean, I can't, I can't say it enough. I truly believe that society's a big part of what society should work on or is their relationship with the weekend and how excessive they are on the weekend without even knowing. So just creating awareness. I'm not saying that you can't go out or you, uh, or you're eating too much. I'm just saying that there's a lot, you are eating past fullness on the weekend. That's for sure. And there are thousands of calories that are coming in. So if you're feeling confused as to why you are overweight or not losing weight or whatever, I think checking into your weekends is smart. And Another reason why people think they need to be on this 1200 calorie a day diet in order to lose weight is because they actually consume 7000 calories on the weekend. And so then, yes, the math does work out that if you want to create a deficit and eat 7000 calories on, on Saturday and Sunday, you will need to eat a, a very low amount of calories. But it's not that that's what you have to do. It's that that's the cycle, that diet cycle that you're in right now. So just that brought awareness to us for sure, because we're cons we consumed on average very close to 2000 calories a day and still lost the amount of weight we lost. Yeah. And we were thinking about like, and, and so as we're recording this, we're not done the whole month, so we can't give you the actual uh, numbers of how much weight we've lost. But we know that by now we're very close to five ish pounds. Like it's like Six something for me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like, um, People aren't realizing the excess they're consuming, but also how that's affecting their weekly average. And so when people, we're going to have really um, good conversations about this in the documentary, you guys, that, that when people say things like, I eat 1200 calories a day and I can't lose weight, that is false. Like you, that is not true. Um, two things might be happening. 
you are not eating 1200 calories and you're actually consuming way more, or you are eating 1200 calories on Monday and not consistently you guys. And it's just, it's just the, the, the honest truth behind what's really happening. And there's no value in you thinking or believing that you're eating 1200 calories and not losing weight. Um, and so that's the conversation we want to bring to the table because it's awareness, like, okay, they're right. Like when I do that, when I do eat 1200 calories, maybe I am not, you're probably not weighing everything, whatever, but also you're not counting weekends. A lot of people don't count weekends in their calorie count, and then they are left confused and, and wondering why. And they also don't count the random extra bites. They don't measure the oil, the sauce, and not that I'm saying you have to. The whole point is that accurately tracking is actually very difficult. Probably yeah. about like 3% of the population, which would be a person under five feet tall that weighed about 100 pounds, would, would need to consume on average 1,200 calories to lose weight. Like it's very few human beings. Absolutely. Anyway, okay, I want to talk about feeling deprived. And and during the documentary, I felt deprived. But what I want to separate is hunger because we committed that we were not going to suffer through this. That we were I do and I am at times hungry, but it's then time to eat. Yeah. If I'm hungry. I did not walk around for 28 days starving. Yeah. But I did feel deprived. So I felt deprived because I felt like my life, my lifestyle, my experiences were being taken away from me. Yeah. I don't know if you felt the same. I absolutely. And um, I think that deprivation, a big part of like, uh, I said this in a live, actually, a lot of people fear hunger. Like, I don't want to go on a diet because I hate being hungry or I fear being hungry. So I really overconsume or you know, I just hunger is this like human feeling that we dislike. We don't like it. And we also, also often link it to something that it's not other than just hunger. Like if you're tired, it means you want more sleep. We're not like afraid of tiredness. We know we always have access to sleep. Um, but then we always have access to food as well. So I don't know why you would, we don't fear hunger for the right reasons. I don't think that most of us fear hunger because they don't have access to food. Me, it's because you don't have access to the food that you said you were going to eat. Like you, you're not giving yourself permission to eat the food. In my mind, I'm like, when you're hungry, it's your body telling you it's time to eat. When you're tired, it's your body's telling you to, to, to sleep. So I think what we shouldn't be focusing on, on or afraid of eating when we're hungry, we should focus on not eating when we're not hungry. I think that would eliminate a lot of the extra calories that we're consuming that our body does not need. Your body needs calories when it's hungry, you guys. But we are definitely consuming calories when our body does not need them. Your body's not telling you it needs them. It's like if you've had a really good sleep, night's sleep, do you go nap again at 10 a.m.? No, your body's not tired. It doesn't want it. Um, and so I truly believe that we've created that cycle of we're afraid of hunger. And we've really felt like that's the only way you can feel deprived. But you can feel deprived. You can be not hungry and still feel deprived of other things than just hunger or not, right? I mean, that's another thing that when people are selling you their meal plan, you won't be hungry on my meal plan. Because oh, I like people that. are afraid of hunger, right? So, oh, I can eat bacon on this meal plan. I won't be hungry, which was literally our lives. Mm -hmm. we, we gave ourselves permission to eat whenever we wanted and to eat yeah. bacon and donuts. And yes. we still felt deprived. Yeah. Why I, is that? Because there was stuff not on the meal plan. Exactly. So we were, we were deprived of the other things we were deprived of the, there's many things deprived of choice, deprived of, deprived, 
Yeah. Deprived of um, going through an experience, like just being a part of life that you're like being not being able to be in the moment. Because you had planned, like, as in when I was at my brother's, everyone ordered sushi. I was not allowed. I was deprived of taking part of that evening and what they were going to consume for supper. I was kind of set aside, you know? And so you can feel deprived of, like, life and, and being in the moment and also deprived of actual food that you cannot he uh, eat. Um, but you can have all those feelings without feeling hunger. So that's a that's something to, to bring awareness to the table, though. Like you shouldn't just fear when you want to lose weight, you shouldn't just be fearing hunger. You should be fearing deprivation of your life. I don't know why people don't talk about that, but I, like it's because they're just so result driven that right. they're just focused on the result and they're focused. They're not focused on their happiness. Like the whole concept of losing weight while maintaining happiness is foreign to so many people. I mean, right. and, and we tell them that it's like, they don't believe us. It's they, it's like, they think we're secretly not eating the things we say we are, or we're like over exercising or we have this magic metabolism. I know. And we keep showing up, keep telling them, listen, there are things in your brain that are not allowing you to believe and what you believe you will behave in that certain, that, that way. Um, and so like, just for example, I don't know, I, I'm bringing this up. So someone, so one of our members is like, I am so proud of the work I've done in my mind because a post like this does not seem anywhere sexy or I think it's just ridiculous. And it was, uh, would you eat two gummies a day and lose uh, 30 pounds in 90 days? I saw that post. Did you see the post? How is it 2022? And people still believe that there is a magical weight loss gummy. I, I just, I, it, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. My mind. I was shocked as well. Like when I saw it, I just like put a sad emoji. I'm just like, I just, and then like the sad part is that there's people that are like, I would. Yep. So basically 30 pounds in 90 days. Um, so that's about three months So 10 pounds a month. And you think that eating two gummies only just, just eat these two gummies is going to allow you to lose 10 pounds in a month. And you think Oprah has not had stocks in that. I know. Like, really, you think you from this tiny area, <laughs> um, you're the one person that has this magical pill, but all the rich and famous, they don't know about these gummies. They just do the hard work. You know what I mean? Like, oh are you God. serious? It's just too much for me. And I know. I know. It's just too much, you know? Um, someone's like, I would, but what's the catch? You know? Um, I, I can't even believe that it's still happening. I just, for me, it's... It's really sad to me. It's really sad to me as well. Uh, and it's just, again, to put the blame on someone else or something else and put the, obviously the pressure on something else and, and put the work on someone else as well, you know? Um, okay. So I want to get back to talking about hunger a little bit. So okay. uh, probably my biggest like personal lesson, well, there was like two for me, but like one of my biggest personal lessons was how I was eating. Um, and before this documentary, if you would have said, Alicia, could you eat more mindfully? I would say yes, but I didn't quite like value it yet. Like it was like you and water, you know, that drinking water is good for you, but you're like, eh. right. But yes. it's like, I know that mother's like, I know there's value in eating mindfully, but I was like, eh. well, this documentary made me sit and eat. I'm videoing this way. I'm videoing that way. I'm recording it. And also when I'm done eating. There's nothing else. Like I can't just then grab a handful of this and and grab an extra little chocolate bar because 
I, I just went to the store, bought a very reasonable amount of food or went to Tim's and now it's over. So I, at the beginning, realized I wasn't as hungry as I thought I was going to be. And at first I thought, oh, maybe it's more carbs because I'm having more carbs. Maybe it's because I'm just really satisfied with what I'm eating. And then I realized it was because I'm eating more mindfully. I'm eating slower. Before, I would eat a huge salad, probably 500, 600 calories. Eat a chocolate, 700 calories I'm at now. Okay, that's a significant amount of food, volume and energy. And then sometimes I would take a handful of crispy minis or another chocolate. It's another 200 calories. Well, because I didn't have that option, three hours would go by and I'm like, I'm actually hungry now. So I recognized that I was eating so quickly that I wasn't giving my body time to say, you're good. Uh, I and I have experienced the exact same thing Alicia saying you guys um I think I've created a better relationship with hunger than I had before. I didn't even know that I didn't have a good relationship with hunger, but I realized why am I eating all day making sure I'm not I'm never hungry enough. <laughs> guys, um, at the beginning, Jose was so dramatic about her hunger and she's like traumatic. listing she's like eating 2200 calories and she's like listing all like there's 17 breakfast sandwiches in there, 13 donuts and she's like <laughs> I'm dying. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm thinking, is she going to make it? I was so hungry. I was, it was day one. I don't know what happened. I just like, didn't divide it properly. And also my body was used to eating more calories because clearly I lost yeah. 3.6 the first week. So I was clearly creating a massive count cal- that first day. I lost like three pounds that first day. Like it was like, my body was like, what, where's all the food? Like it was very interesting. Wow. What a, what an interesting, um, experience this was. Um, but anyways, yes. And then I overate at supper because I felt really sick. I was like so hungry before supper. So I did a wrap and a soup. And then like, I was just like, give me all the food. Cause I like, I was so hungry and then felt sick, spent my evening on the toilet because of the broccoli soup. It was just like, not, I'm sure the footage of day one now, you were like, everything's great. Oh my God, this is going to go so well. And I was like, this was such a hard day. Like I really struggled day one to figure out how I was going to manage. And then I realized you know, through this, that I did not have a good relationship with hunger. Is it because of like, I, you know, all, all my years dieting, you know, way back that I just like subconsciously did not know that I did not have a good relationship with hunger. And now I have more of a, like you say, I'm done my belt now, but I would eat another one. Like, cause it's so good. And we eat foods that we love. So it's like, we want to continue. We want to continue eating, but then I'm not hungry for like hours. So clearly I wasn't hungry to have another one after. Like I, it, it just like forced me to sit with what I had just eaten, knowing logically that I just consumed a significant amount of food and that I should be good. But then like, if I would have had access, I would have just eaten it. Even last night I said, sent you a text and I was like hungry and, and like I was, but like ish, I had a tea and I was like, fine. You know what I mean? It was like just really questioning and really giving yourself. And if I was really hungry, I would have driven to Tim's or let Neil drive to Tim's, which he offered to do to get me a donut, which I know is true love. Um, like he was going to get off the couch. Okay. You know what true love is for him. <laughs> anyway. So that's one thing that I want to really stay connected with going yeah, forward. I agree. Same. Like as in give yourself time. And like, ra- I like that you said rationally because emotionally me wanting another belt is not hunger. It's not rational thinking for me to eat another 500 calorie belt. Okay. Um, it's emotional. 
it's joy. It's like just like the feeling of like being full and whatever. And it's like I'm realizing I'm I'm creating a, also a really good relationship with fullness and hunger, like both at the same time, almost with this. So that was that was a really positive part of our documentary for sure it, of our experience. Yeah, it really was one I wasn't expecting at all. Actually, exactly. exactly yeah. Um, for me, another one that I was ex wasn't necessarily expecting. And again, before the documentary, if you said Alicia, how's your relationship with the scale? I'd say need some work. But to the depth and to the extent to which I still have scale drama in my brain uh, really was heightened when I was essentially on a weight loss journey. It wasn't a weight loss journey, but obviously because I started to lose weight, I started to get that like high and that like that diet mentality that I started to play the number game or mentally no. start to think, oh, okay, you had 1800 calories today. Wonder if you could have 17. Like, And I, I mean, I shut it down right away. I think I was like, I thought about doing it until about 10 a.m. the next day. And then I was like, meh. Not, yeah, no, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? See, I did not have any scale drama this whole time. You the have scale went, such an no. amazing relationship with the scale. That is so strong for you. Yeah. I mean, it's years of like working on that. And also like the last two years has been like my main focus though. Like how yeah. can I experience, how can I create such a good relationship with what it has to say? How can I have a really good relationship with multiple numbers? I have a good relationship when I weigh 148 as much as I had when I had weigh 142. It just means different things with how maybe how my clothes fit, but not more than that. I'm not worthy of more when I'm 148, whatever. I'm not prettier. I'm not, you know, I'm not better, you know. So I've really separated Jose from a number. I've really made peace with a lot of numbers. Yeah, All of no, them represent a good life. You know, you're so good with that. I I envy that. I work. I aspire to to work towards that. Hopefully, one day I can say the same thing. Yeah, no, and I want the same thing for you. And I know that you do work more harder on having that relationship. It takes time, and like you also like weren't sure if you were done losing weight. Like I know I'm done. Like I'm done. Like you know, like this is it. And so like for I think it's almost like um, having that for real moment, not just like, I think so, because there's always like that hope in the back of your mind. So, and, and you can flirt with it as long as you want leash, like flirting of whatever you, I'm like, but I want you to be happy today always. Yeah. Because no, we deserve for it. Sure. Um, and one last thing for me and, and you knew this, but just the power of reflecting. So guys, because we were creating a documentary, we haven't stopped talking, talking on social media, talking to each other, talking on our confessionals every single night, um, processing, thinking. I, I would literally be sitting in my bedroom at night doing a confessional and I would have a realization. I, I had a realization that I was the one incident when I ate one ketchup chip. I was alone. And I realized that when I was really struggling with my weight and my relationship with food was probably at its worst, being alone was a trigger to me to overeat. And I just like, I didn't, I'd never connected that before. I'd never had that realization before. And how was I able to create awareness around my triggers of overeating? Having a conversation. Yeah. Reflecting. Yeah. It like gave us a space, like I'm a huge reflector, but it definitely gave you a space to like, like you needed to like track your feelings. You needed to track everything that we felt and thought and whatever. So you needed to take the time to reflect. And it definitely gave us a space to create a better relationship with our thoughts. And you know, our seven day lifestyle challenge where we're trying to get people to create more awareness um, is that at the end of the day, that's the most important piece. It's not them writing down what they ate. It's like, were there things you didn't know that you, you that about yourself that came up today. That's the most powerful section of creating awareness. 
uh, awareness. Like yes, I, awareness. I true and true. Um, we will continue to focus on creating awareness in people's lives in order for them to be successful, whether it's calorie awareness, whether it's habit awareness, whether it's happiness awareness, whether it's awareness around your food values, all of these things are important for you to create this life, this dream life that you're looking to create. I agree. Yes. Was there anything else on the list? That's it. That's all I got. I like it. It's been 25 minutes. It's a good podcast. Um, you know, we're so proud of having, so I was, I was saying to Liege, like, this is like, for us, the documentary is such a big deal in our lives because it's this one thing that will always live on that has an experience matched with our message. I know, you know, like it's like fun. It's going to be funny. Um, so it's like us, and I think we're going to watch it for a very long time. Like, I'm like proud of the work we did. Um, I had a reflection piece, I think like last week where it was like right now, tonight, how I feel is just, I'm proud because I see where this is going, where our documentary is going and how we can change the world. I'm ready. ready. I'm ready for I'm it. Ready. So you guys need your tickets. Yes, you need your tickets. And right now we have our 10 day free trial still on until Sunday. So don't forget to sign up for our 10 day free trial. Um, great time for you to be able to learn more about your weight loss. Um, Monday, Jordan site podcast. Don't forget to listen. Thank you so much for always listening to us. Is there anything else we want to say to them before we say bye? Thank you for following us. Thank you for sharing uh, how you guys support us is by sharing us how that's how more people find out about us. And, you know, I don't think it'll ever get old seeing someone share uh, on their stories that they listened and what we said resonated with them. So just yeah. thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Yes. And thank you for telling us when you feel like we have changed something in your life or created awareness. That's what we're here for. So thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Leash. Bye everyone. Bye.